some people have a little sugar in their tank and they're very, very worried that others will find out they have a little sugar in their tank and they will do everything to make sure others don't know they have a little sugar in their tank, including going after others that have a lot of sugar in their tanks. Uh, big news today, we got a submarine that was taking some tourists down to the Titanic. I didn't even know this was going on, man. For a mere $250,000, you could be a big shot and they take you down, uh, what is it, like three miles, something like that? Three miles down to the Titanic. They got one little window that you could peer out of and check out the Titanic. I guess they do a few circles and you get your pictures and then uh, they bring it back up, but uh, the submarine, uh, the submarine went missing yesterday. Oh my God! And there was a billionaire on there who took one of uh, Jeff Bezos' uh, rockets to sort of space. I call it sort of space. And he was on the on the submarine. This uh, this billionaire that has more money than he knows what to do with. Obviously, if he's spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go see the Titanic, that Titanic is undefeated. Cheers to the Titanic today. Cheers. What's up, Jay Warren? Here's the problem with the submarine. They don't know where the hell it is, which is crazy to me. I, I would assume they would keep tabs on the damn thing. I would assume it's close to the Titanic, if I had a guess. The biggest problem is they only have three days of oxygen. Three days. And I think one of those days is already gone. So I think they got about maybe just about two days to find these uh these people uh and then when they find them what do they do do they hook up a a, a steel cable to this thing and pull it back to the surface i don't even know how the rescue would go but man that is uh that is not that is a that is a no bueno i would have to say there's only one song to play for the titanic situation with the submarine does anyone out there have it vic kenley would have this one I, I used to know all this with my diving, but after like, what is it, 200 feet in the ocean, it's pitch dark. The light can't go any further into the water. And they're going down, I think it's three miles, I want to say. Maybe it's maybe it's less than that. Does anyone know how far down the Titanic is? And you're just, you're just uh, submerging in total darkness, and they have a little light on their stupid submarine. And then it lights up the Titanic out of nowhere. I, I would imagine seeing that would be absolutely uh, spectacular. But I, 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 if, no, I, I have claustrophobia like anybody else. Imagine squeezing in that thing with um, with only five people. Four, I would assume, are tourists, unless they got like uh, they got a main guy running the sub, and maybe they got an assistant. Maybe, but I'm thinking. These tours down in the Titanic, whatever company is doing this, is making like a million dollars every time they go down. They have enough oxygen until Thursday at 2. Oh, my God. But how do, how do they not have eyes on this thing by now or radar or something? And then I, I, no one's really talking about how the rescue thing would be. Uh, 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 uh. 
you got this billionaire. He's like so bored with his money. Like, yeah, man, here's $250,000. Take me down to the Titanic. I want to see the Titanic. They don't really know much about what's going on with this. Maybe, maybe it was alien abduction. Conspiracy theories are all over the internet with everything. And some people believe that the aliens can easily hang out in our oceans. Could you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine you never survived that, but you see aliens uh, just uh, abducting the submarine and you're seeing this insane thing in front of your eyes, knowing that you will not be able to tell anybody what you saw. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 uh. I just hummed the song of the day. The search area is 900 miles. Oh, my God. 900 miles in the ocean. Why 900 miles? Didn't they have a like a, a route they were taking down to the uh, the Titanic? They know uh, the coordinates of the Titanic, so it's got to be kind of close to there, no? Or what? Did they lose power and just start just falling to the bottom of the ocean? And now they're looking out that now they're looking out that that stupid window and seeing those insanely weird. I don't even call them fish, creatures that live at the bottom of the ocean where all of a sudden they got like two giant eyes and a tiny body and tentacles and everything on them doesn't make sense. They're probably seeing amazing crap through that uh, one window. And uh, it ain't Yellow Submarine, Jay Warren. I set you up. That ain't the song of the day. Love is like oxygen. Jive, turkey, you know what, brother? That is not a bad song choice. This rock block goes out to <laughs> the submarine that's lost at the bottom of the ocean. Here's Love is Like Oxygen on your home of rock and roll. <laughs> Jesus. The shock as people are listening to their radios. The Edmund Fitzgerald, that's a good one, Ariella. That's a very good choice. Not the one I'm thinking of, though. Celine Dion. I don't, I don't go for obvious stuff, Sarah. Sarah! Perhaps less than that, Opie, if they're breathing hard and panicking. Oh, yeah, they're saying they got enough oxygen until Thursday, but you know everyone's taking huge breaths and there's fights going on. Like, we got to conserve our oxygen. And, you know, the billionaire is like, uh, you know, he's taking precedent down there probably. He's got his big fat head checking out the, the scene outside the big round window. The big round window. Under the sea, Wayne Boakins. I like that. That's a good choice, too. A little, just a little toe tapper under the sea. <laughs> uh, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. That's a very good one because you get down. Uh, maybe someone could look that up. Uh, no more than 200 feet, I think. And, and then it gets uh, very, very dark in the ocean. All right. King of all diffs under pressure. I like that. Bruce Springsteen, I'm going down. That's a very good one. Okay, the Titanic. Thank you, John Cork. What did I say? I said three miles, but it's a. Uh, the Titanic is two point four miles at the bottom of the ocean, and I know this much: it's off the uh, shore of Cape Cod, about nine hundred miles. So you're nine hundred miles in the ocean, two and a half miles basically down. Oh my god. <laughs> And you know there's someone in there right now just having a nervous breakdown. So you got to deal with someone's emotions besides the fact you're you're thinking, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the surface again. That's got to be – I think it's one of the most horrifying things 
that you could go through, except for obvious the obvious one, nine eleven. I mean that nothing beats that shit. Nothing. Knowing that you can't get down and uh, and you saw one building collapse and you know your building's gonna collapse. That's that's just gotta be just beyond horrific. BBC is all over it. Lost contact one and a half hours in. Oh my god. Aliens uh probe <laughs> Jive Turkey. Jive Turkey, you're having a good live stream. Jive Turkey's having a good live stream. Cheers to you, sir. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's why I kind of believe in aliens, if you want to know the truth. Because it goes way back to like the abductions go way back to the what the fifties and the sixties, and uh, and they all talk about the same thing: anal probing. Who would who would admit to an anal probing? <laughs> Unless you were abducted by aliens, <laughs> no one would admit that. So right there, that's why I believe that aliens uh, are visiting us. And abducting us because because no one would admit to to a good anal probing. <laughs> Remember the Payne Stewart plane crash? They all froze inside the plane. Yeah, but Adam, um, with that they went quick. They had no idea. They had no idea that uh, the plane depressurized, and they were they went really really quick. And then that then the plane was just flying with everyone gone in it. Oh my God. And then it slowly what ran out of fuel and crashed. Oh my God. And I remember that story because they sent up some jets because they knew there was an issue. And I believe the eyewitness was uh, close enough to see inside the plane to see that everyone was gone. Could you imagine? I'm thinking we might be talking about aliens on this one. Why not? Why don't we go all in? Everyone else is going all in with their stupid conspiracy theory. So why not? The new one, Michelle Obama's a dude, I guess. Like, just, uh, what the hell's going on in this stupid world of ours? I saw the old pictures when they were dating. Look, Obama had a type. Obama liked uh, what my brother used to call uh, handsome women. <laughs> but that doesn't mean <laughs> that she's not a, a woman. I mean, that's why I love just throwing stupid logic at everybody. The real story here is that uh, Barack Obama loved dating handsome women. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Oh, so the search area is almost the size of Texas. You know what? I got to make another cup of coffee because my coffee went cold. Joe Rogan's still trending. I got a lot of crap for kind of calling out Joe Rogan. Uh, what happened to you? I hope I used to like you. No, you didn't. Because since day one of uh, me doing radio shows, I was I was always controversial and saying stuff you didn't like. But you were okay with it and you would just accept it and go, all right, he's being a jerk today, but I still like the guy. So you never liked me when you you pull that garbage. I've always been this guy. So, um, But I, I made a mistake of only putting a short clip up on Twitter. Um, you know, going after Rogan a little bit. Here's the long form one. It's only three minutes, but it'll give me time to get my coffee going. And then we'll uh, then we'll come back and we'll figure out what the song of the day is as far as the Titanic thing goes. It's so obvious. I'm amazed no one has it. But uh, this I call a honest 
look at the Joe Rogan situation, right? So uh, watch this, and I'll be, I promise, I'll be right back. Stay there, please. Stay yes, there. I think it's pathetic what uh, Joe Rogan has decided to do with his giant audience and influence. Of course I do. If I needed to know how to cook an elk steak, then I would listen to Joe Rogan. How do you like your elk cooked, <laughs> Rob? <laughs> Stupid Joe Rogan. You're jealous. Uh, yeah, whatever. I guess maybe I have it away, but he's just dipping his toes into stuff he has no business dipping his toes into. Ah, his conspiracies are getting more and more crazy. Yeah, if I want to know how to cook an elk, fuck, I'll, I'll, I still got his numbers. I'll, I'll text him. Yo, Joe, how do you cook an elk steak? Thank you very much. Do you need me to give you my opinion on vaccination? No, 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 I don't. No, no. I just needed your advice on how to cook an elk steak properly. I got doctors and people I trust for that other stuff. But thank you, Joe. Hey, Joe, I'm thinking of going and doing an ice bath. How do, how do you properly set up an ice bath? Uh, beep, 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 beep. Do you want to hear about the moon? No, I don't want to hear about the moon landing. No. <laughs> He's doing something right. Joe Rogan's trending again. It's so interesting to see these guys you've known for a very, very long time dramatically change their tunes. Like, dramatically. It happened to Anthony. It's happening to Joe Rogan. It's really fascinating to me. I like that he was dipping into, like, conspiracy stuff. I liked it. Sure, why not? Let's explore some things. I liked... Um, I liked his guess. I liked the, that he was talking to people that mainstream media w wasn't uh, talking to. Really smart brains. Um, my man, now he's really dipping his entire body uh, not only into a ice bath, and, but also into the conspiracy crap. But man, he's getting the headlines. He's getting the people talking. Look, the fact is the uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. guy, he's a whack job. He's fun. We had him on. He's a whack job. I wouldn't take that guy seriously at all on anything. But I guess Joe Rogan knows what he's doing. He was trending all weekend and everyone is up in arms because he's trying to get uh, a world-renowned uh, scientist to what? Debate Robert Kennedy Jr.? <laughs> Why would the guy accept that? Why? Why? Uh, hey, GH, didn't Joe win already with all the news and talk about the debate? It's all about the clicks I mentioned. Oh, no, Rogan's winning. Rogan's winning. I just, uh, it's sad to see what he's done with his uh, massive audience and influence. You know, I'm looking for like, I'm looking for a hero, man. I'm looking for someone that could figure out how to maybe try to bring more of us together. That's what, I, that's, 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 I hold out hope for that. But Rogan is just like the rest of them that came before him, very divisive and just, you know, us against them mentality. I, and I hate that crap. It's getting us nowhere in this country. To separate us more is getting us nowhere. This is the stuff that drives, like, free-thinking people nuts. Because you'd rather listen to, like, Alex Jones or Joe Rogan or some of these other fools than an actual scientist. Do they get it exactly right? Of course not. I'm not stupid. But in general, they got it right. And 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 the thing saved so many more people than it hurt. That it's that's just a fact. Joe Rogan wants to mud wrestle you. Jesus. Now, if you uh if you buy into what haters say, they would say that I did that uh, rant 
because Joe Rogan blew me off. No, man, I've always been honest with uh, with with crap over the years. I'm not perfect, but I've always called out people and whatnot. And that's why, like, I burn a lot of stupid bridges because I can't help myself. The best part of the whole Joe Rogan controversy is that uh, Bill Burr had a clip yesterday that went crazy viral. And basically the clip, it says it all. It says it all, and it says it way better than I just did. But basically uh, – uh, Bill Burr's on Rogan's show. They're both smoking giant. We're very successful guys, uh, cigars. And uh, Joe goes into this topic a little bit. And Bill Burr's like, well, no, we're not doing this. We don't know anything about this. You don't have a medical degree. I don't have a medical degree. I'm not going to sit here and uh, debate this crap because I don't know what I'm talking about. So cheers to Bill Burr on that. And Bill Burr was able to say it in a way where he was able to call out Rogan and still be friends with him. That's always been my problem over the years. I, I, I call people out, and then I destroy a bridge. But there you have it. Okay, let's get back to the every breath you take. Bob, that's a very good one, man. People can't deal with Opie's honesty. No, man. And then they act like, uh, what happened to you? You changed. I'm like, I'm looking around like, yeah, I've changed in many ways in my life. But as far as being honest and calling out people and pissing off like uh uh, friends of mine, radio partners of mine, people that are close to me. I've always been that guy. And uh, it is, uh, it made me very successful, but it's also, you know, hurt me over the years. I, I understand that now. I understand that there probably should have been a little more balance, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, Sponge Buckley, Rogan doesn't say anything bad about you. He always says that you were the motivating force behind him doing what he does. Whatever, dude. I can only say it another, what, a hundred times and then you'll listen. I, I lost all respect for him when he didn't even get back to me when I was trying to get him on my uh, on my podcast. And I know a lot of people because he's a massive star right now. He's, he's pretty much one of the most famous people. Uh, God, you got you to gotta start thinking in the world right now. Uh, and I just needed one stupid, lousy favor from the guy, one dumb hour. It could have been a half hour. You know, I was, uh, I was in a really bad spot after they let me go at Sirius XM, and I was trying to reinvent myself, started the OP Radio podcast, and I needed some of these big hitters that I helped out in the past to help me for once. Yes, for the first time in my life and my career, I was actually looking for favors. And I was never that guy. And this is why I was never that guy, because people will end up uh, disappointing you left and right. So that's why I have a major problem with Rogan. He could have I would have respected him if he came up with some lame ass excuse. Oh, the UFC, this or that, 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 I can't do it. But he didn't even get back to me. That's why Spuds Buckley, he could praise me all he wants. But what it, it means nothing to me, literally nothing. I'm so sick of these guys that I knew I really helped out a lot. They helped out the show too, of course, but finally needing a favor and then seeing some of these guys like completely turn their backs on me. They could go after themselves. I don't give a crap how much money he has. I don't give a crap how big his audience is. He really let me down and it shows that he's not a good person. So he could praise me all he wants, but it means nothing. Uh, Cast Iron Kyle, good morning, precious, a.k.a. Popcorn Buddha. Remember when you and your brothers went to the Poconos and you bought 400 pounds of popcorn? How are you How are you coming up with this crap? Not only does he give me $5, which I greatly appreciate, 
I can't even tell you what I'm going to do with the money today because I've I've made seven dollars. Maybe I'll get a half a smoothie today. Thanks. I live stream for you people so I could get a half a fucking smoothie. Um, oh, cast iron. I got to tell this story. The popcorn Buddha. Oh my god. I forgot exactly how he came into my life, but the popcorn Buddha was a big fan. And uh, did he send popcorn? Do you remember some of the details, Cast Iron? Anyway, this guy was a huge fan of actually me personally. And uh, I think he sent us popcorn. We really liked his popcorn and we promoted him on the show big time because he was one of the first people that were really pushing uh, all sorts of different flavored uh, popcorn out there. And he had a he had a booming business and people were buying popcorn left and right because of his mentions on the radio show. This part I totally remember. So then my brother and me and our families, we took a little trip to the Poconos, a little uh, overnight trip. Where were we? Where did we go? Oh, Shawnee. We went to Shawnee. We went to the Shawnee Inn. Which, uh, way back in the day, they actually played a PGA tournament there. And all of a sudden, we see that the popcorn Buddha is close by where we're staying. So I go in with my, uh, my brother's family. He, had, uh, he has three kids. I had my two. So we have five kids, four adults. We got nine people. And the guy is so excited up there, so excited. He's giving me a whole tour, showing me the giant vats, how they make the flavors, and blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of interesting. <laughs> and then you look up, and he has a whole menu on the wall of all sorts of popcorn you could, uh, you could try and have and buy. And I'm, I whisper to my brother, because I'm a hotshot radio guy, right? I'm like, bro, tell your kids to, to uh, get whatever they want. This guy, because I've made him so much money with his mentions on my radio show, this guy is going to give us a ton of popcorn for free. <laughs> and then the guy, he's taking pictures with me in front of his giant popcorn Buddha uh, painting on the wall. And, and as I'm like just uh, schmoozing with the guy, and the guy can't believe I'm in his store. Uh, the kids are just buying all sorts of flavors of popcorn. They put it on the counter. And here we go. Here we go. And I'm looking at my brother all cocky like, yeah, you know, this is what fame is, man. You know, every once in a while you get something like this, right? I'm giving him the look like my, my crap don't stink. And then the lady behind the counter, the guy was pretty much five feet away. So I heard everything. She basically said, uh, I, I don't remember the exact total anymore, but... It was well over two, three hundred dollars worth of popcorn. <laughs> she goes, "That'll be like, let's say, that'll be two hundred fifty dollars." <laughs> I look at my brother. My brother's looking at me like, "Dude, I ain't paying two hundred fifty dollars for popcorn. We can go to a stupid supermarket and get a couple." So then I pull out my credit card. I got to pay for the popcorn. It's like literally two hundred, three hundred dollars. I'm looking at the guy like, really? I give him a look like, huh? And then at the last second, he throws in um, a bag of uh, of their patriotic popcorn, which was like red, white, and blue. He goes, here, thanks for coming. I'm like, yeah, yeah, thanks. And then all the pictures, I took videos of how his popcorn was made. I was going to do a whole presentation on social media because it was kind of interesting in general. 
And because the guy, I was assuming, would just take care of us, I would post all his shit on my social media. And this is when my social media was red hot. So anything I posted on social media, it definitely helped the person. I got back. I never talked to the guy again. I didn't post one video or picture. I was so, I was so mad. But it's my, it's my fault for assuming. Man, me and my brother, to this day, laugh at that story. He points and laughs at me like, ah, because <laughs> my my uh, my siblings, they in general, they're proud of me, but they don't they don't give a crap about the Opie from Opie and Anthony. They they truly don't care, which I like. Cast Iron Kyle. I forgot about that story. Thank you very much. And thanks for the $4.99. You're like a perfect, you're a perfect uh, supporter. Perfect. Give a few shekels and you give me content. You're perfect. Don't go anywhere. The song of the day is from Thomas Dolby. I can't believe no one got this. Thomas Dolby. Now, a lot of people would say that Thomas Dolby was a one-hit wonder with uh, with the old uh, She Blinded Me With Science. But he has a song that is so damn good. It's a deep track. It might even be from the same album, but I'm not positive on that. But the lyrics go, One of my submarines is missing tonight. I don't know how he fit the tonight part in, because I always just sang it. One of my submarines is missing. Look it up. It's a great, great song. And that's your song of the day today. Thomas Dolby, one of my submarines is missing. Uh, in honor of those uh, poor people that are just like panic breathing right now and yelling and screaming at each other to calm the F down. The billionaire is probably just like slapping everybody else in the face. <laughs> hey, man, I said it uh, yesterday. The Titanic is undefeated. Cheers to the, the Titanic. Maybe it's God saying, you know what? We've had it. This is a resting place for a lot of people that lost their lives. This is a graveyard. So beat it. Maybe it's God giving uh, humanity a message. If you were vaccine injured, you'd probably do uh, re re research. Okay, thanks, uh, Glue Sniffer. I think the problem with a lot of these things, I just say things because YouTube gets very, uh, very uptight when you talk about some of this stuff. There's a reason why when you watch these dumb drug commercials, which are really weird because like they don't know how to like sell them properly. So they have like, like they have a, a family having a barbecue and then it's actually talking about a drug and you're like, what does the barbecue have to do with this drug? And then the, the last 20 seconds of the 30-second ad is all the things that can go wrong. So why are we ignoring that when it came to what I like to call the thing? The fact is uh, none of these drugs are perfect. None of these, uh, none of these uh, uh, vaccines are perfect. I guess we could say that. I hope, YouTube. Are you going to be all right with that? But we ignore that. The fact is, you know, they 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 have a uh, enough confidence with a lot of these drugs that they I'll I'll just go with the, the commercials on the TV that it's going to help way more people than it does it. But there is always a risk when you're seeking treatment. Let's say I YouTube, you you gotta relax for real, dude. I I used to be on satellite radio and they would let me say and do whatever I I wanted. You gotta relax on some of the rules because we got to have real conversations here. But when it comes to all this stuff, there's risks involved. But the but what you assume 
is that they understand the risk and they understand that it's going to help way more people than not. And that's, that's, that's where we're at with this stuff. But then if you want to focus on the people that it wasn't as good for, and then make it look like it's a really bad thing for everybody. I, I don't have time for you because that's that's just not true. Damn, I got another super chat. All right, I'm, I'm going right to the super chat. Make it a whole smoothie. Damn, I just made enough money to get a green smoothie with some plant protein. Thank you, sir. Trying to stay healthy. Thank you. All right, J.D. Straight Shot, $5. I, I got to warn you, J.D. Straight Shot is not a big fan of uh, Jim Norton or Jim and Sam. LOL. Jimmy has to do gigs on cruise ships. He hated comics who did cruise ships. He gets to open or middle for Burt Kreischer. What a bum. <laughs> you know, I'll give you something. One of the reasons, uh, look, me and Jimmy never really fully got along on the radio at all. There were times we got along, we got along off air, but um, <laughs> one of the complaints Jimmy had after uh, the Opie and Anthony show, you know, imploded was that his ticket sales were going down as he was doing radio with me. And I was looking at him like, don't blame me, man. You know, it, the times have changed the days. I'm not even blaming him. The times have changed, man. You got to You got to reinvent yourself and figure this out because the days of uh, having a massive audience uh, that you're talking to, it's over. You know, the, the heyday of Opie and Anthony was long gone. Uh, a ton of competition was coming in. The podcasting movement was becoming massively huge. But he he would focus on me and think his ticket sales were going down because he was doing radio with me. And now all these years later, <clears throat> with the luxury of time, maybe he will finally realize that I had nothing to do with that. Nothing. So enjoy being a middle again in an opening act. JD Straight Shot. Thank you, brother. I'm going to get an extra shot of plant protein in my green smoothie. If you're giving me a little uh, super chat money, I ain't going anywhere. Screw it. <laughs> John Gordon. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> but John knows, like, when he comes up in the fall, I, I got him. I think, John, now we're leading. You've given me enough money that I think next time you come up to New York, I got to uh, take you for the uh, the legendary fried chicken that I used to go with uh, Vic Henley to get especially and, and Carl a few times where you dip that crap in the honey. Oh my, how did I go through life all these years without discovering that you dip your fried chicken in a good honey, not the fake honey, the real honey. Why didn't one of you a-holes, you've been with me a million years. Not one of you can suggest that you dip your fried chicken in honey. What's wrong with you? One of my submarines is missing. Or is it one of uh, our submarines? Let me look. Well, it says I'm live on YouTube. I like seeing that. All right. Let me. Um, yeah, it's one of our submarines. Okay. Not one of my submarines. All right. One of. See, and I would love to play a little of this for you, but then YouTube will flag me. YouTube, you got to relax. You really got to update some of your stuff before everyone leaves and goes elsewhere with their live streaming. One of our submarines is missing. And then it adds tonight. I don't hear tonight when I listen to the song, but it, it's in there. One of our submarines is missing tonight. Seems she ran aground on maneuvers. One of our submarines. A hungry heart to regulate their breathing. One more night. Oh, my God. The winter boys are freezing in their spam tin. 
This is all what's going on right now. Thomas Dolby knew this was going to happen. He's a visionary. He knew this shit. He saw the future. You and your son can roller skate into town and get two smoothies. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck Lynn. I love this Chuck Lynn, too. Not because, Chuck, you know I've known you for a while. I, I've never met you officially, but this guy's always done right by me. You know, I, the people that do right by me, it doesn't go unnoticed. Trust me. Chuck, uh, Chuck is one of those guys. So thank you. You know, the 999 is just a little extra bonus. I just appreciate that you push and fight back against the nonsense online. And there's a lot of it. Um, the other big news, really interesting. Donald J. Trump went on Fox News and Brett Baer, who I believe was all in with the Trumpster for a while. He was on the Trump, uh, the Trump train. Gave him a pretty good beating and fact-checked him like crazy in this interview. And the clips are being uh, played all over the place. In the, in the morning, just so you know, I, uh, I click on uh, uh, Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. I try to, I try to do the, the whole circuit. All right, what are they talking about? What are they talking about? What are they talking about? And it's so fascinating because depending on what channel you watch, it's, the presentation is so incredibly different. That's the problem in America right there in a nutshell. Because if you're only a Fox viewer or if you're only an MSNBC viewer with CNN kind of teetering in the middle, sort of, I mean, they go back and forth. Sure, they lean more left and right, but they, they squeeze their toes over here. You know, that's it. I mean, if you're only watching one news source, of course, we're going to have problems and be divisive in, a, in America. But what I found fascinating was the fact that MSNBC, that Joe Scarborough, who used to be a, a, a Republican, I guess, and his wife that he has to sit next to. Oh, God, Mika, she stinks. She does all this weird stuff while she's on camera because she doesn't have anything really to say. So she'll pick up her coffee and make believe it's the most important thing. And then she'll start looking for papers. And then she'll take a pen and make believe she's writing notes. She adds nothing. She's like the definition of what we used to say, uh, the whole back in the day. But with that said, they were playing the clips on MSNBC and they were praising Brett Baer's interview with Donald J. Trump. And it's something I said last week on the live stream. They see weakness in Trump, so they're going to go all in and everyone's going to start piling on. You watch. Now, you know, I don't think it's as brave now to go after Trump and call him out on his nonsense. I think it was brave when he had that massive popularity. But uh, they're all going to jump on board, man. They're all going to like go after Trump because they're they're smelling they're smelling the weakness and and lawyers uh, on all channels, by the way, not just MSNBC. Because then I did go back to Fox, and one of their analysts was basically saying he's got to just shut his stupid mouth. Because I guess he basically admitted like uh, obstruction of, of of justice to Brett Baer last night. So they're like, the, the best thing this guy could do is just shut his stupid mouth. But Trump, if you know anything about him, and like I said, we've known Trump in New York uh, for way, way more years than I can remember. I mean, you know, we're way ahead of most of the country when it comes to Trump. He always was that guy that couldn't shut his mouth. So, which, you know, I can relate to a little bit, I guess. I'm sure there were there were a lot of times in my career I should have shut my mouth, but I didn't. So I guess I guess I have a little bit in common with Trump. You know, but uh now it's hurting him. Now it's hurting him. 
when he had all that popularity five, six years ago, um, it didn't hurt him at all. But now it's hurting him. You know, he's got to shut up. But he can't help himself. Single dad with three girls. It's nothing but Taylor Swift all freaking day. Ugh, flutter, I feel for you. Trump will get a sweetheart deal because they can't have the secret and confidential information into the public record. John Quartz, I saw that yesterday. There's a rumor that they're working on a not just a plea deal for Trump, but a sweet plea deal because they don't know how to try this this case in the courts with their uh, with the jurors because they have to show them crazy ass, very secret documents. And so they don't know how to do this. And that's part of uh, the case. They can't just say, well, we're going to try Trump, but we can't show you the classified documents. It doesn't work that way. And then they're worried, like, if Trump is on the stand, he'll just give out the, you know, the secret documents as well. If they're trying to protect them a little bit, he'll just go on the stand and just babble. You know, Trump's not a dumb man. He knows exactly what he's doing. And I already told the people in this house, it was yesterday, go, hey, for anyone that that thinks uh, they finally got Trump. No, you watch how he squirms his way out of this one. It, 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 he ain't go. He ain't going to jail. Get that. Get the f out of here. Of course not. But yeah, I was reading about that John Quartz yesterday. I was like, wow, that is really interesting because, you know, if you're ac accused of this crazy ass shit, they gotta present the evidence. But the government is basically saying they're they're crazy ass national secrets. We can't we can't present the evidence. So they're trying to figure that out as, as we do this dumb live stream today. Oh, man. You know, um, I literally wanted to talk about this guy today. I'll, I'll take you inside the process, Spuds Buckley. But I can't say his name, and I can't remember his name half the time. This guy is unbelievable. He's leading the majors uh, in strikeouts and, I think, home runs. I think you're right. He's a pitcher that could hit. And I don't know why we haven't had a guy like this. In a, we get one every once in a while, sort of. But I don't understand why you're really good at pitching and you played baseball your whole life, but you don't know how to hit. I never understood that. When we were growing up, the pitcher would slap at the ball. Every once in a while, he would squeeze out a single. And then he'd run a first base, and they would basically put a winter coat on the guy to protect his arm and keep it warm. The pitchers when I was growing up were so fragile. They hated when they had a bat. They always batted ninth. Sometimes they would try to bunt their way onto first base. It was a complete waste of an at-bat. And then they carefully run to first base. And then it's like a pit crew comes out and, and uh, you know, make sure the guy has a coat on in case he has to run to second. Never understood that. I played with a lot of guys that knew how to pitch and hit. So what happens when you get up to that major league level? I know you have to focus a lot on your on your pitching, but why wouldn't you focus on your hitting as well? But this guy, forget it. He's a great pitcher, and he's a great batter. He should basically win the MVP every single year until he retires because no one has skills like that. I mean, nobody. And I wanted to talk about him. Otani, is it Otani, I think? I think that's how you say his last name, right? Yeah. But he's he's up there, and they're like, oh, man. You know, they used to, even in the major leagues, would yell, easy out, easy out, when the pitchers came up. Not anymore with those uh, Otani. 
I mean, when he, you know, when he gets a single, he he runs to first base and he he's like, "Don't put a stupid coat on me. I'm good. I'm good." And he gets right in there. God, I love that guy. You did that footer. Next live stream, we might have to do a, a fundraiser for Footer. One of the good guys. Oh, my God. Father of the year. Are you crazy? I have purposely avoided that. I keep all Taylor Swift music out of my house because I don't want that discussion where my daughter comes up and goes, uh, Daddy, I want to go to Taylor Swift with my friend Blake. So there's no Taylor Swift music in my house. That's how you do it. <laughs> A cheesecake sundae, strawberry cheesecake sundae for breakfast. You know what I've been having for breakfast? I beg my wife. I just beg her. I beg her. I'm a very good eater. But with the kids, there's always junk in the house. So that's made it tough uh, over the last few years. Um, but if she buys birthday cake stuff, I'm good. I'm not a fan of the birthday cake flavor. Oh, you weren't asking? Okay. Um but for Father's Day, she didn't get one. She got two pies. And that's like, that's, that's, that's my weakness right there. If you want to get to me, like a good strawberry rhubarb pie is my kryptonite. And I, it's sitting on the counter. And as soon as I turn this off, I'll, I'll just cut another little sliver. Ugh. My girls are my everything. They legit appreciate it so much and will remember it for life. It was worth it for the reason, for that reason only. No, I get it. I was just trying to make a dumb bit out of it by saying, uh, you know, I make sure there's no Taylor Swift music in my house because I don't want to pay that bill. But, uh, dude, footer. I, you, I get it. Trust me. I will do anything for my kids. All right, dog, you ready for another walk? Want to throw the tennis ball? Yeah, he's ready. All right, guys. Uh, Hey man, thanks. This was a lot of fun. We will uh, we will uh, hopefully do this tomorrow. All right. All right. Have a good day.